Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm empowerment coach Jess Frost, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive humans who are looking to step into their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. In a mixture of solo and guest episodes, we get to reflect, be curious, and share our empowering paths with one another. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 92 of the Empowering Path podcast. Welcome back, Dal. In this solo episode, I am going to be chatting all about imposter syndrome. Now, we hear imposter syndrome batted around everywhere, don't we? In their self-development and wellness space. I have certainly used the term myself. And in this episode, we're going to be peeling back some of the layers of imposter syndrome. What does it mean for us? And how can we make it our friend rather than something we fear? And I'm casting my mind back to 2020, right? 2020 was the year that everything changed for me. At the beginning of 2020, I was working in recruitment sales. I've been doing that for 15 years. I was at a very good point in my career. Things were going really well. But when the pandemic hit, it changed everything for me. I'd always been interested in psychology and humans, in the human mind. And I decided to make some big, big changes in my life. I knew I wanted to serve others and I knew I'd be good at it, but I just didn't know how to get there. And I knew when I held the mirror up, I knew I'd got a lot of healing and a lot of personal growth to do before I stepped into the role as coach. So I hired my first coaches and I can so remember the moment where my coach said to me, you know what, I don't actually think you're afraid of failing. And I was like, what? Of course I'm afraid of fucking failing. And she was like, no, I feel like you're afraid of your own success. (sighs) Mic drop moment. And I'll be sharing more about what's called the upper limit problem shortly. But I think this is something that affects many, many, many people. I talk to women a lot about this because of the mother wound and how we are taught and conditioned to be very mindful of our light, you know, be confident, but not too confident. Don't don't show off you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think we can be quite afraid of our light. And working through my own imposter syndrome and what this means for me has been game changing. And I 100% know that it's because of the relationship I built with my imposter parts that mean I can be doing the work that I'm doing today and that my business is at a level that it is right now. And I haven't gone back to the corporate world and all that kind of stuff, right? So I really want to share this with you because I think it is gold for anyone that is making changes in their life. This could be, right, that you have decided to take on a new hobby, right? And you're going to new classes. It might be that you are making a career transition, or it might be that you're taking on a new role in your current career, right? You might be taking a step up, 
I get a lot of people coming to me for coaching with that, where they're kind of stepping into leadership or, you know, that they're, they're, they're doing something that they feel they're not ready for, right? It could be that like me, you are an entrepreneur and you're deciding to launch a new project or a new business, okay? So it, you're making these changes in your life. It could be that you're making physical changes in your life. So it may be more of a fitness goal that you're working towards. Whatever it is that you are focusing on, it is all relevant, okay? But I want to firstly talk about when we want to make these big changes in our lives or in ourselves, especially when we get to like our mid-30s, we are hardwired. Someone like Dr. Joe Dispenza would say that when we hit that age of 35, we are completely hardwired and we have to rewire ourselves, right? Our subconscious is running the show. All of this conditioning, our model of the world, it is entirely running the show on the basis of our subconscious belief systems, narratives, experiences, right? So there's a great deal of work that goes into this change. There's a long process that happens for us to make long-term transformation. It is why people don't fulfil their New Year's resolutions, resolutions, right? I think it's like the 18th of January that a large proportion of people that have set resolutions give up, okay? There is a lot that goes on under the surface when we're making these changes. So what I hope for you in this episode is that you can start to build some self-awareness and I'll give you some tips and some tools at the end so you can take this into your life and start considering those parts of you that will come to the surface when you're trying to make these changes and make these transitions. So you hear this a lot, right, in the well-being space about when we're looking to transform, we have to start behaving like that future version of ourselves, right? We have to often start changing habits slowly to become that person that we want to be. But (laughs) because we are hardwired, there are going to be parts of us that are going to come to the surface. And you will have heard me talk about parts work. You'll have heard me talk about internal family systems. This is a real, this is gold when it comes to understanding ourselves, right? And it does fit in with um, the upper limit problem I mentioned earlier. There's a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Highly recommend. If, if you feel like you struggle with imposter syndrome, please have a look at The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, who talks about the upper limit problem. They suggest that when we're about to transform, about to break through into that next level, we will hit this like glass ceiling and we'll all have lots of different glass ceilings throughout our life if we are committed to working on ourselves, right? So what happens when we get to this ceiling is loads of different parts of ourselves will come to the surface to try and resist it to keep us safe. And a lot of clients come to me, it's a very normal part of the process, especially when I'm working with people three months plus. There will be periods of that three months where I will get a Voxer, like a voice note, and they are sobbing and they are like, I feel like I've lost every toolbox, every toolbox, every tool in the box, right? I feel like I'm losing my marbles, that I just can't do this. 
Like, I can't do this. And it's often feels like a breakdown. I've had many of them. Some people will call it like a death and a rebirth. It feels like utter shit. Like, I, I feel like I'm in this darkness that I can't escape, that I've got no energy that I'm, I'm, my emotions are just spilling over, that I don't know what to do to help myself, that I feel frozen, right? This is very, very common when we are transitioning into a next level for ourselves. And when I refer to the parts, these parts of ourselves will come up to the surface trying to protect us because at the end of the day, this feels alien, right? The advice out there is be someone you've never been before. Okay, fucking feels terrible. Like this, I feel like a fraud. This does not feel safe. It feels completely uncomfortable. (laughs) So I want to bring a bit of normality to this feeling, right? Because it all looks fucking great out there, doesn't it? Oh, you know, just change your habits, Fucking 5am miracle mornings. Oh, no, the reality is I am covered in snot and tears lying on the office floor. That is what it feels like to me when I'm hitting the ceiling of my upper limit problem. (laughs) So these parts of me will come to the surface. I've got parts of me that go get more qualified. When I'm in my imposter syndrome, it says you're not qualified enough. You're not good enough. So go and get qualified. So then I'll sign up to additional courses to add to my fucking massive portfolio of certificates, right? It might tell me at times, and I've had this before, especially if I'm having to physically show up in spaces, you need to lose weight. It will literally be hypercritical about the way I look. It will look at my weight. It will look at my teeth because there are areas that I want to improve, right? They're areas that I would love to kind of, yeah, I'd love to get my teeth done. I'd love them to look pearly white, like all the influencers. It will pick on every bit of flaw that I have about myself and say that I need to do work before I can actually start showing up. It will tell me that I need to be perfect, that I need to have done all of the work on myself before I can start doing something. And this is very common, right? It's why people don't take the first steps in things because they think they need to be fully qualified, fully healed, fully fucking perfect before they take the first steps, right? So this is really important to get clear on what are those parts of you that come up to the surface? What are they saying to you? What is the BS that comes out and this is why journaling, because I've I always really struggle with journaling when people say, you know, just journal. It's like, what? But actually keeping a note of the critical thoughts that come up for me has been really, really useful. So this has been a game changer for me. And it's a longer process, by the way. You're not just going to get this all nailed within one podcast, but it might get a bit of food for thought happening. So I guess what I want to get into next, and I will bring parts up again, is my top tips for navigating imposter syndrome. First one, get clear on your why and your values. Why are you wanting to make this change? 
What's it going to give you? What feeling is it going to give you? Get really clear on why you are doing it. Often we we slip up because we end up going for something that is someone else's dream. So it's a big part of what I've learned to shed is other people's dreams, other people's visions, making sure that it's my vision. It's my vision. They're my values. It's what I care about. And it's my why. So get really, really clear on why you're wanting to make this change. What is it going to give you? And more importantly, what's the feeling that it's going to give you? Get really clear on that. That is going to be the foundation. That is going to make, when everything's wobbling, right? That is going to make the foundation wobble less for you. You're going to be able to keep going when everything feels, when the floor feels like it's moving chaotically, right? Really clear on your values and your why and the feeling. Knowing that this is coming for you is really, really helpful. So reading The Big Leap and actually having that with me when I'm making big changes, going back to it, rereading it, listening to podcasts like this, reminding myself that this is so normal that I'm feeling this way, that my head is being hypercritical, that my body is anxious, like all of this stuff, expect it to come. And then when you can, when it does, start getting clear on these parts. Who is it that's speaking right now? What are they trying to protect you from? What are they afraid of? Right? And again, this is something that I've worked on hard myself and I support other people too. It's all well and good, isn't it? Saying we want to do these big ventures, but if it requires us to to, um, express our authenticity, to show up physically, to speak, for many of us, that's very activating. Maybe we weren't allowed a voice in childhood, you know, maybe we've always considered other people before our own voice. So actually, when it comes to it, and we're having to show up and we're having to speak our mind, and especially if I'm speaking to the entrepreneurs out there that are maybe having to show up online, that can be really, really activating and really terrifying, right? If there's something in your subconscious that is holding you back, if there's a subconscious block there, around your safety to speak and show up and be confident, right? So when you can get clear on what is it that's activating you? What are the thoughts that are coming into your head? What's your body doing? What's your body saying? That can be super helpful because I would I am not shocked in the slightest that that these things would happen, that you'd have these thoughts and these parts of you coming up to the surface and these physiological reactions, right? So what happens for you? Not anyone else. What happens for you when you're in fear, when you're in lack, when you're in scarcity? Like I was saying earlier, is it that you'd sign up for a course? Is it that you start numbing out? I definitely know that there's a part of me when things go well that I want to sabotage it by numbing out with red wine. That's that's 
been something that I've become incredibly aware of. So my part of my growth is being able to experience joy and success sober. You know, what is that for you? Is it that you retreat? Is it that you hide away and you freeze a little bit? Is that your threat response to the next level for you? It might be that you go into hustle mode and that was me for so much of my career and I have to be really mindful of it in my own business. Is it that the imposter syndrome comes up and then it's like this frantic energy to be more, do more, learn more, you know, achieve more? Is that your energy? And is it that you go to like the material thing? Is it that I need to look better? I need to have more. I need to lose weight. I need to look better. I need to be perfect. This is gold. Some people call it sabotage. What is the behaviour that comes up? What's the part that comes up or the multiple parts of you that come up and want to do certain things, whether it's to distract you, but it's ultimately trying to keep you safe. That's the beauty of the parts work, right? These parts of us are just afraid because it's something entirely new. It's alien. Your body doesn't feel safe and therefore your mind is going to be sending you all this scarcity to keep yourself exactly where you are. And this is where we build agility. This is where we build resilience to keep going, even if the action is small, to finally push through that ceiling. And then you'll feel good for a while and then you'll meet your next ceiling. (laughs) Welcome to the joys of self-development. This stuff never ends. But what we do is we build more tools in the toolbox to navigate these situations, right? One other thing that's really supported me is having mantras and affirmations. So when these moments hit where I feel like I'm having an absolute breakdown, where I'm covered in snot and tears, where I've got my inner critic, which is one of my parts, being really cruel, um, what are the affirmations that keep you going? So for me, for example, some of the things that have really supported me is, you know, I am safe to speak my mind. I am safe to take up space. I deserve to take up space. I don't need to be perfect before I do the thing. I allow myself to learn and fall on my face as I go, right? Let's think of failure differently. Failure gives us opportunities to learn, to grow. There is gold in there. How can you allow yourself to be messy as you go through this process? So just thinking about what mantras are going to make you feel empowered and give you strength when things feel really dark and murky and everything feels like it's crashing on top of you which it can feel like at times. I want to be really honest here. No fluff, no bullshit. This is the reality of change. So what is going to support you? For me, I hired a coach. I knew I wanted to make long lasting transformational change. So I hired coaches. I hired a personal coach 
And I had another coach that hired that I hired for business and personal stuff. I wanted to make sure because my my why and my values were so strong and my vision and my purpose were so strong. I didn't want to fuck this up because I could see the evidence of my past where I have sabotaged my dreams. So I wanted to make sure that I could keep accountable. But the beauty of having my coach was they were trained like me in the subconscious. So when I was expressing certain language, they could hear that there was something blocking me and they could use all the different tools to try and unblock and allow those limiting beliefs, those narratives to be released. So they were walking alongside me. They were my cheerleader. They would call bullshit on me when I needed it and they would hold space and really support me and encourage me when I needed it. But it was so important for me to have that person by my side when I wanted to throw the towel in because they are also people that are working hard on themselves and they, they know they've got their empathy. They've been there. They know what it feels like. So they could really genuinely encourage me with their lived experience to keep going when I felt like I wasn't good enough. I can't do this. I need more qualifications. I need to lose weight. No, you just need a fucking nap, mate. Go for a nap. (laughs) So that was really helpful. So it may be that you just want that extra accountability, that extra support to help you get clear on your values, to help you get clear on your why, to help you set goals and to help you keep accountable to it. So they are just my my first tips for navigating this. But the main thing to remember is that imposter syndrome is expected. That part of you is expected. If someone tells me that they've made massive change in their life or their career and they didn't experience any discomfort, I'd question whether it actually happened. Because this stuff is the reality. Let's expect imposter syndrome. Let's embrace it with open arms. Let's see and hear what they've got to say, but we can keep fucking going because we can push through that ceiling. We deserve to, but it may just be that you're not afraid of failure. You're afraid of that light, but the world needs your light and you deserve to shine it bright. If you want some additional support off the back of this, If this has lit something up inside of you and you might want to inquire about coaching, head to the link in my show notes, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Let's start a conversation. Let's jump on a call. Um, But this really supported me to keep going when I wanted to stop. And we don't have to fear this stage of growth. And actually, when we can embrace it and we we can see it as a total normal part of the process, we can push through it. We can keep going and we can keep going towards our dreams. But I hope this has helped, Dal. Until next time, take care and protect your energy.